0: Beloved, it would be an understatement to say that we are living in turbulent times that are highly charged with prophetic precursors. Not only is the current revisitation of the days of Noah bearing witness to the desperateness of the time, but all the signs that the Word of God has given us that are strong indicators of the nearness of His coming are lining up with end-of-the-age precision. And be ready warning is becoming more urgent with each minute that passes. Perhaps the most urgent of those last days indicators is the great falling away or apostasy that God's word has confirmed will reach its pinnacle after the rapture of his legitimate church and will precede the appearance of the Antichrist in the earth. In my mind, this is the most crucial indicator because it deals directly with the eternal destiny of every man and woman who now walks the terra firma of this fallen earth. THAT FOREVER WILL EITHER BE IN HEAVEN WITH THE FATHER AND THE SAVIOR WHO SHED HIS SINLESS AND PRICELESS BLOOD TO SAVE THEM, OR IN THE LAKE OF FIRE WITH THE GOD OF THIS WORLD, THE GREAT DECEIVER OF MEN. KNOWING THAT HIS TIME IS SHORT, THIS LORD OF VANITIES IS ON A RAMPAGE TO WIN AS MANY SOULS AS HE CAN, AND IN THIS DEADLY EFFORT HIS counterfeits HAVE BECOME EVEN MORE MASTERFUL. Those who succumb to these deadly forgeries will enter into a false salvation security under the guise of following the Lord. But when their faith is tested, and surely it will be, they will fall away from Him because they never really belonged to Him but were instead yoked to the Antichrist spirit. In a rapture Bible truth ministry commentary entitled, The Apostasy, The Great Falling Away, they write that the Bible says that there will be a time of falling away, a time of apostasy, and that the son of perdition, known as the Antichrist, will be revealed following the gathering of God's born-again offspring together unto him at the rapture of his true church. In 2 Thessalonians 2, 1-4, we read the words of Paul the Apostle under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Now we request you, brethren, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him, that you may not be quickly shaken from your composure or be disturbed either by a spirit or a message or a letter as if from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come let no one in any way deceive you for it will not come unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called god or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of god displaying himself as being god in the phrase, "are gathering together to him, meaning as unto the Lord, the original word for gathering together is episenagoge, which according to Strong's Greek and Hebrew dictionary, means a complete collection, assembling, or gathering together, especially for the purpose of worship. This is a direct reference to the rapture of God's true church. But the original word for apostasy that Paul also uses in that same second Thessalonians two one to four passage comes from the word apostasia, and according to Strong's, it means a defection from truth, falling away, and forsaking defection means changing direction and going away from. Therefore, the second Thessalonians 2, 1-4 passage is giving us a clear understanding of both the certainty of the rapture of God's blood-bought redeemed ones and the great falling away from truth that will reach its heights after his church is taken up to meet Jesus in the air and before the Antichrist is revealed and the tribulation period is launched. Some say that the apostasy only applies to the Church, but gleaning from other portions of Scripture that give evidence of the days of Noah revisitation that is taking place in our very time. The word apostasy involves not only the Church, but all of mankind. And a large majority will, and are even now, forsaking God's commandments and what He has established to be good and moral. Apostasion is a derivative of aphistemi, and is akin to remove, revolt, desert, refrain, and withdraw. It is a complete departure from and rejection of God's inerrant word of truth. Little by little, wickedness has crept more and more into society. Almost all of the systems of communication and mass media have become infected. Most forms of these media outlets are owned by people with agendas, and whatever comes from them is either filtered or spun to meet their purposes. Even public education has been corrupted so that many children have become adults with warped concepts, not realizing that they were misled and mistaught. And most parents did not even realize that it was happening and most parents today do not realize that it is still happening, and to an even greater extent. The devil has many modes of operation in the world in which we now live. Deception is so rampant that one can hardly know which report to believe about anything. More people are willing to deceive others for whatever their agendas demand, and political correctness has become like a dull peer pressure with people living in fear of offending someone or being ridiculed. It is man and his choices and dictates that are being bowed down to, and not the Lord God Almighty and His authority in righteousness. Temptation is also more enticing than ever, and there is an epidemic of the desensitizing of sin from the devil's little-by-little technique. With all of that, the attitude of self-importance is out of control. There is an epidemic of my wants, my needs, my choices, and my rights, which includes the right to sin. And most sadly, in these last prophetic minutes, it seems that often there is very little difference in the lives of those who profess to be Christians with those who are in the world. The Lord has said that to be friends with the world is to be at enmity with God. And yet many who profess to belong to Him have yoked themselves with the ways, the methods and the ambitions of this world and its God, Lucifer. We live on a spiritually dark planet that is growing darker and darker. And the apostasy that we are now in the throes of is what happened before the great flood, and which also led to the Tower of Babel. And it is happening again, only this time to an even greater extent. And many who are playing church, and are not truly grounded in the truth of God's Word, are being drawn into the deceptions of Satan that are increasing from every direction. In 2 Timothy four, 4 the Apostle Paul wrote that, Many will turn their ears away from the truth. To what extent will the defection from the truth be? It will be so great that even some of the elect will be in danger of being deceived. And even now we see those deceptions luring many into dangerous and deadly ground. In Second Thessalonians 2, 9-10, the Apostle Paul also wrote that, The coming of the lawless one would be in accordance to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. We also see this satanic strategy at work and increasing in its demonic persuasion as we grow closer to the Lord's return. Weeping statues of the Babylonian Roman Mary Bibles dripping with oil, gold dust falling from the sky, and fake healings are just a few of the false signs and lying wonders that are beguiling those who do not test the Spirit to be sure it is of God, and who have no light of dawn in truth. In Mark 13:22, Lord Jesus warned of the false Christ and false prophets that would arise and show these deceptive signs and wonders. And surely we have a plethora of these impostors who move in the Antichrist spirit for the love of money in matthew twenty four eleven to thirteen Our beloved Saviour also warned that many false prophets would arise and deceive many, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many would grow cold. From that passage and others that complement it, we can know that as lawlessness increases, trust will decrease and fear will increase. People will hurt one another and betray one another and will no longer operate in forgiveness and love. But the deepest revelation that the Lord Jesus gives us when he states that the love of many will grow cold is revealed in the Greek word that he uses for love. It is agape, which is the same word that is used in 1 John 4, 8, where it is written that God is love, or God is agape. As lawlessness increases and reaches the heights of wickedness, it is man's love for God that will grow cold, and they will no longer desire Him or follow Him, but will instead turn to every other way but Him. Beloved, the scales are being weighed and time is running out for man to run into the safety of God's grace and mercy and to fully surrender their all to the God of love who gave his everything to save them from sin's death. Salvation must not be taken lightly for it is truly a matter of eternal life or death. It is not a game that man can lay down and pick up again whenever he chooses. For those of us who have truly repented and have been born again from above, the Holy Spirit bears witness within our spirit that we are the sons of God. All of our sins, past, present, and future, have been washed away by the sinless and precious blood of our Savior. And that sacred confidence will keep us when the storms of life buffet us and our many failings challenge us. But for the one who has come in another way, seeking not the Lord and his forgiveness, but rather what they could gain from him, there is a fearful judgment that awaits them with the words of Jesus resonating down through eternity. I never knew you, as I close for today, I leave you with Isaiah 55, 6-7 to that is heralded upon the heartbeat of love's last call. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will have compassion on him. And to our God, for He will abundantly pardon. And, as always, beloved, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006 or via our website at www.AgapeLightMinistries.com Again, that's www.AgapeLightMinistries.com